Hello, friends. We're back again. Uh, I could tell you right now, this is the laziest we've been for the podcast. We both are currently shirtless, sitting on the couch, lounging. So this is not our most professional setup. We we did run today, though. We we ran around the lake. We went for a run. I almost yeah, died about four. For us. I almost died about four times. If you're keeping track of all of our accomplishments at home, that's another one to add to the list. So been a monumental couple months for us in the fitness category in the fitness category is right speaking speaking of fitness and this is a total shot in the dark because i never know who our ad reads are they clearly just go to you they don't go to me is our ad read fitness related again this week it is not shy thighs was last week and only last week N- no fitness related this week all right well let's hear i mean do we have a sponsor we do have a sponsor okay. came in at the last minute well and i didn't take payment for this one because it's it's you know some people need it all right. This today's sponsor. Don't is, take that the wrong way, friend. Today's sponsor is Heggs Heroes. What Heggs Hero. Heroes is is this is the ad read I was given. Are you feeling down because there are no sports? Does your team always disappoint when there are sports? I don't know. Let's pick a random team. Maybe Georgetown basketball. Maybe when the Twins don't do very well because they don't spend money. Or maybe even your favorite hometown team like the Vikings. I see a theme here. Yep. When they disappoint. You got to talk to somebody, and Heggs Heroes is here for you. You come to the right place. They're the support group for battered fans, whether it's, like I said, the Vikings, or I don't know, like we said, maybe, like I said, Georgetown basketball. I don't know what made me pop that in my head, but, I mean, your best player did transfer. Heggs Heroes is here for you, whether they're doing Zoom chats right now, but normally it's an in-person meeting. So thank you to Heggs Heroes. Somber as hell, but let's hit the music. Heggs Heroes could apply to that could have been any all of us. That, I mean, that could be any of us. I mean, we all need that service. So you know what? I'm glad that that individual who will remain unnamed gave us that free ad read, or we gave them a free ad read. Excuse me, because that's a service that everyone could. I use. mean, if, I, you're, I, if you're a Georgetown again, totally random. I pick Georgetown. They just were in the news. Georgetown Vikings and Twins. I mean, that's that's a lot. You that, need to help. That could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anybody. Well, we've started this podcast off on a very somber mood, and I'm going to continue that. I need to... Uh, Should we I play need, the Irish bagpipes? I was going to say, hit the sad music. I, I got to say something here. Oh, I don't know where this is going. I listened to last week's podcast. Did the old-fashioned get to me a little bit? Maybe. Was my brain a little scrambled? I think I know where this maybe. is going. Did you maybe mix up a name? I referred to Elton John, who is one of my favorite artists, my father's favorite artist, as John Elton. <laughs> I almost fell out of my stool when I listened back to that the next You know, morning. I was going to let that one slide, if we're being honest, but you called yourself out. So that, you no, didn't hand up. correct me. In real time, I said John Elton like I'd been saying that name for years. Hand so, up. You know, you're, you're the first step is admitting it. Congrats, you know. So I just need to be here for a moment to say John Elton was an accident. I know his name is Elton John. Surprised that we got no hate mail about John Elton, but if the haters had something to write in about, that would have been the first legitimate thing to write in about. How am I going to mess up the songbird of a generation's name? You know, John Elton doesn't even sound right. It doesn't even sound. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. You did, so you did kind of go like John Elton John. Like you kind of mixed. You're just kind of mixing and matching the names together. I don't know if it was just a run on or what, but it was horrible. But all I need to say is I apologize. I know who Elton John is. Hey, you're a big I, man. You're a big man for doing this. I, I'm willing to admit my mistakes, and that was a mistake. But enough of the negativity cut the Irish bagpipes, cut the negative music, because now going to the French horns, the symphony playing, because we received news... Bill Withers' lovely day. We received news yesterday that this quarantine is approaching being over. It's, It's damn near over. 
as of May 18th, so when you're listening to this podcast, if it's already May 18th, you're clearly not subscribed, or you just have a million podcasts to listen to. But as of May May 18th, the stay-at-home order has been lifted, and then come June 1st, the guy to my right, his Super Bowl, I've never seen him so giddy in my life as he was yesterday, bars, restaurants, salons, all open up. I mean, that's the... that's. That's the holy trinity right there. You know, they say you got to social distance. I'll put my mask on. Whatever bar I walk into, I might literally drop down to my knees. I won't kiss the ground because that's unsanitary, but I might drop down to my knees. A single tear will roll down my cheek. It's been a tough couple months, but we're back, baby. We are so back. The bars don't even open for another two weeks, and your father is already concerned about, you know, what you're going to do once they open back up. He knows... He knows what type of person you are in the bars, and he's already concerned for your safety. I, so I, I can tell you're you're excited. For I've this. been, uh, you know, walking past the bars, putting my hand up against the door, you know, with my Charlie Brown sweatshirt, dragging it behind with the sad music playing. But we are so back, baby. Let's go. I'm 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 elated. I'm titillated. Let's go. I will say. I will say. I, I'm curious to see how. Curious to see what the bars look like because first of all, you know. There's not going to be a dance floor where you're breaking it down to, you know, 80s, 90s, and today hits. You know, I, I don't know how they're going to social distance the bars. I would assume restaurants are significantly easier. I've been reading articles online that say they're going to start closing down streets in other cities and opening parking lots so that they can distance more and get more people outside, which makes sense. It's oh, my summer, God. I nice love weather. parking lot parties. This is – they should tr- – there's so many ideas in my head right now. This is going to be fantastic. If only, I just want to pay for a beer again. I want to. I want to pay eight dollars for a beer again. I just want to feel. It makes me feel alive. As you can tell, my co-host is very passionate about this uh, ban being lifted. And you know, one of our good friends, a friend of the pod, uh, he's been a guest actually once already. Dan Mueller, D Mules on Instagram, Mules with a Z. His birthday is June third, or is it June fourth? June third. June 3rd. I had it right the first time. I just went with it. We'll cut the June 4th part so he doesn't get offended. Uh, his birthday is June 3rd. He was very concerned. All of a sudden, they lift all these bands. We told him yesterday, you might want to make a reservation for dinner now because these restaurants are going to fill up like that. The, there was basically a marching band down our alley last night when t- when Tim Walton... You know the video where they, where the soccer fans go crazy when they when they see the goal and then they dub... They dub any kind of picture over it in, in the bar. They had that with Tim Walls today where he said the quarantine was lifted and the crowd just went absolutely bananas. The crowd goes wild. So, yes, we we brought we started you low. We started you low. There's a lot of negativity at the beginning of the podcast. We're slowly bringing you up. So, don't say we didn't do anything for you. Uh, Justin, why don't we tell the fine folks? We have not shared this yet at all. We have found a new vice to occupy our time during the quarantine, which is now almost over. Is it a movie? No. Oh, there's is a it no- a TV there's show? There's a knock on our door. There's a knock on our door? Come in! Hi, we're recording. Oh, you are. This is our neighbor, Hannah. Say hi to the pod. Hello, how's it going, everybody? You want to jump in? I guess. What are you going to say? I have, your qu- I have a question for you. Well, this is the, we're doing this live. This oh, is, my gosh. Okay. All right, Here so we're, um, okay, we're live. we have... Our neighbor, our friend, Hannah. We've been meaning to get her on the pod for weeks. Why do you guys got your shirts off? Because this is casual pod day. Yeah, this is, this is the most casual of the pods. It's nice to see you, too. Thanks uh, for honking at us today. We appreciate that. So, totally scrapped the idea of where we were going. We have a celebrity in the house. You're, I'm just going to let you. I'm going to let you take this interview. You're okay. going to take this mic. Okay. And we're going gonna, gonna gonna to slide it. mics a little bit here. I didn't interrupt you guys. Here, you do this. Okay. I'll do this. All right. Okay, we have Hannah here. Hello, Hannah. I've never really done this before. But Hel- hello, Hannah. Hey, how's it going? Um, you have a job that not a lot of other people have. Yes. Can you describe that job to us? Uh, dancing professionally. For? The Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, can you actually do me a favor? I have my little note oh. sheet behind you. Here, you take that. Wow, we're really we're really doing this right now. Okay, now we're, okay, I have my questions for you right here. Right, okay. Do you want, all right. No, I got them now. Okay. You can't Oh, okay. Yeah, come on, Hannah. Okay, okay. Okay, so question number one. All right. How long have you been a dancer, just in general? Since I was four years old. So I'm going to say like 20 years. 20 years, okay. 21, 22 years. And how old are you? I'm 20. I'll be 26 in a few weeks. Oh, that's right. You have your birthday's after our uh, Dan yeah, Mueller's birthday. June 2nd. Okay. Uh, so 
tell us about how you got into the Tim. You've been a dancer, it sounds like, your whole life. Tell us how you got into the Timberwolves. Were you a fan? Where did you have to try um, out? How did, how did that process work? Before I joined, I was part of an adult dance team where we traveled nationally and competed against other countries. And it was a really cool experience, but I was ready for a new challenge. And okay. I tried out for the Vikings cheerleaders. I was a finalist. Ooh. I did not make it, but then I, that's when I explored my other options and tried out for Timberwolves dancers. Well, the Vikings fucked up. Vikings totally fucked up. <laughs> so, okay. So how many years? Well, have you I been was young and in, inexperienced and there's things that you learn about, you know, what they're looking for, the look, you know, I, I wasn't super into glamour, but I learned as I been dancing now and going to games, you know, you got to get dolled up and definitely like have a different persona so okay so how many years have you been at the wolves this is my third year okay and then so technically with the quarantine right now you're technically not working are you guys still guys doing anything are you promoting anything we're uh, doing a lot of videos online and doing social media okay so with the season ending abruptly you probably haven't really been around your team in a while then huh? no okay but you guys are still trying to kind of connect on yes we will do like zoom meetings or just try to I try to stay connected just with my friends on the team, but we haven't met in person at all and we haven't been having practices. So. Okay, so as most people know, the Wolves haven't been very good. Trash. Well, you know, I think that we definitely made a drastic change this year. Okay. Um, with all the new players and I think definitely it was a big change for them too, just like their chemistry and I think in years to come, it can be a very successful team. Okay, so in general, though, th- we've kind of been shitty the last couple of years. We're on that's the we're I think we're on the right track, that's though. Not fair. I think we're on the right track. Th- but here's my question: Does it suck cheering when you know a Vikings game? There's going to be sixty thousand fans regardless. With Correct. the Wolves, you know, if it's a Tuesday night in December when it's negative twenty, there might be ten thousand fans there. Is it hard to kind of get up for those games? Are you do you have to kind of pump yourself up, or do you, or is this kind of the job? You know what what it entails. Um. So yes, every game it's different. Sometimes you notice it's a bigger crowd. It is more exciting, but I do notice that when there's less people, that that's when people aren't really watching the game anymore. They're watching the entertainment, and that's us. So then that's when we have to up our game to make up for the slack of definitely the players. So okay, and so obviously the team has been getting better with with cat and d'angelo russell do you have a favorite game you've ever cheered at maybe the playoff game a couple years or yes, one of the playoff, the playoff games? game was amazing okay. just the crowd everyone was uh they waving their towels around like you know we had a lot of sold out games a couple years ago so those games were really exciting and memorable so those games were obviously a lot more fun for you guys you kind of get more amped up yes for and that uh, that was around the super bowl time too okay so just a lot more excitement we had halftime shows with big musicians and it was really exciting year okay um who's your favorite timberwolf of all time timberwolf player yeah um no actual timberwolf yeah yeah like oh my gosh stop like the Um, animal yeah it's hard uh i really liked Derek. Derek rose definitely okay he's not on the team anymore who's your current favorite wolf Mm, i think well carl anthony towns is a great player but i'm still getting to know how the other players are there we have a lot of new players okay. we changed our roster almost completely so i'm still learning i don't really have a favorite right now okay but you know i watch carl anthony towns he he wasn't in a lot of games when he was hurt and you could definitely tell that it took a toll on the team when he was out okay so obviously you guys perform at games you perform at halftime in between quarters is that kind of do you have like a certain schedule for every game do you have certain performances i think you like on prince night did you guys do something different like tell us tell us about like the certain nights where do you have like a set schedule or i guess how does that work you know so we have 41 home games okay we have to be at every one we have practiced twice a week for three and a half hours wow and some weeks we have four games that week and we have practice Tuesday, Thursday, so we could have dance almost every night of the week or the next following week. It could be just twice a week. So it definitely changes every week with the games. It's never the exact same every week. So Okay. Um, 
So is it kind of for the love of the game type thing? Obviously, you're not getting paid like a professional athlete, but this is what you'd love to do. I still get paid. I get compensated. And I just love performing. So it's kind of based i worked this hard to get to where i am in life and it's great that it finally paid off so okay so say someone's listening to this they're like you know i've always loved dancing i've always you know i love the wolves and they want to become a, a timberwolves dancer they want to try out how would they go about doing that first of all no one actually loves the wolves but go ahead okay so okay. opinion <laughs> well you know i think one thing is you got to get out of your shell i was very uncomfortable at first but that's part of the experience is like kind of getting out of your comfort zone and just going for it. And when I first tried out, I kind of didn't know what I was doing. But you got you to gotta go with the flow. You got to be confident. You can't be afraid or be embarrassed to, you know, perform or think that, oh, this isn't me. But, you know, you got to be comfortable with knowing other styles, too, not just, uh, you know, jazz, but also hip hop and Definitely being able to do tricks is a also a plus. Uh, I would say take as many classes as you can because picking up choreography quickly is a skill that you need on this team because we, we only perform, or we perform about 25 different dances. And so you're constantly learning a new routine and you have to pick it up quick so you can learn it one practice and perform it within that same week. So. How do you remember all that stuff? Do you, you have to practice? Say, yeah. say above our living room while making a lot of noise. Yeah, yes. Practice just constantly going over the song, remember, like memorizing, visualizing. Um, going early to practice was what a lot of us did just to get through the week. And that way when we're performing, we're not freaking out. Mm-hmm. We're just confident. Um, so do you plan on returning next year? Is that currently in the cards? Or are you kind of unsure? I was unsure this last year, but not having not having that last game to be like all right this is my last time or soak in that last month like we we got our season cut short and Mm -hmm. so i have been considering going back next year but i don't know what next year is going to look like okay because to me part of the experience was the in-person experience and the crowd and the fans and if we don't have that this year it kind of loses its you know it's lost her a little bit yeah Yeah, okay so but part of me is like it's kind of hard to to stop doing doing because I've been doing it now for three years and like I have a strong bond with my coaches and the team and so missing out on all that it would be kind of a bummer so every so every year obviously there's got to be some turnover so are you automatically on the team again no. do you kind of have to re-perform no, retry out kind of thing try out every okay. year it's so every July we try out it's an open audition and then they select finalists and then we put on a big show at Treasure Island oh okay and we learn different dances you have you come up with a solo and then they we have probably like 15 different judges and then they decide on the team right there and then and so you stand on stage at the end and they select the team okay and then if you're if you've been on the team before is it kind of like a you're almost guaranteed to make it again or it helps because then they know you know your work ethic they know your personality they know are you a good dancer? Just how you work under pressure, your professionalism. And so it is a plus. And the fact that you already have a year of experience or a couple of years, like that helps. But there have been people in the past who have been on the team one year, two years, three years, and then been cut. So oh, you wow. can't just bank on being on the so you team. Bring for a while. It, you got to bring it every year. Yes, it you got to like. bring it. And yep. they expect, you know, if you are a vet, you, you got to be better. Like you know this. Mm-hmm. Like you. You have to every year improve. Okay, so. I got I got two quick hitters for okay. you. If you could cheer for any team other than the Wolves, any team in the you world, mean dance? or dance, jeez, sorry. Know, if you could dance, no, that's good, that's good. If you could dance for any team, any sport in the world, who would it be? Any, I that is a really hard question. I I don't know if I've ever been asked. I've been thinking about trying out for other teams, but I think it'd be cool to perform like in california the clippers or the clippers or miami heat just a different team and different styles it would be really neat but i don't really have a specific one that i've been like yes this is my dream team but that's a really good question okay and then what's mother quick hitters what is the best (laughs) experience you've ever had while (laughs) dancing what you know 
have you danced have you have you gone to like a charity event or have you has has there been a really cool sport game or have you gone to something other than a wolves game where you've been the wolves dancer what like what's been your best experience overall oh gosh um i didn't i i told you it's gonna be tough questions i just it i was talking about this earlier but the year my first year the super bowl was just an amazing cool time and having all the different performers come in town we danced with Lil John, g Easy. it was just it was really cool to be with people who are that popular like performing at halftime and then uh just uh, and then we got to go to a maxim party and you know going as the Timberwolves dancers it was just kind of neat and overall my first year was just a really really memorable memorable experience and it was a great year okay and then one one last question i can't really say one specific game or time no no you gave us a great answer uh one last question who are the best neighbors you've ever had you guys okay thank you Uh, matt do you have anything (laughs) no that was that was very impressive off the cuff we appreciate it thank Uh, you hannah by the way that was my first time doing all this so don't judge me and Yes, I have fun. Do you have anything you want to plug? Your Instagram, your Timberwolves? Do you guys, the Timberwolves, the dancers have an Instagram or anything? Or uh, the part, yeah. part of the website? Yeah, look us up on Instagram, just Timberwolves Dancers. You'll find us on there. And we're also on Facebook. And yeah. Thank, thank you, Hannah. You awesome. Go Wolves. Go Thanks yeah, for saying we're your best neighbors ever. Thank you. That was kind of a loaded question, I feel like. Yeah, that was a lot of questions. Especially after Justin came at you for your, your, your practicing in the uh, living room. But hey. Dance Never Sleeps. Thank you, Hannah. We appreciate it. Wow. An impromptu interview. She I just showed no up I- at the door. I had no idea that was coming. I was not prepared whatsoever. I'm glad you took the lead because I... I had my questions written down. How many listeners? Whoa. Whoa. Wow. We just gave free pub to the Timberwolves dancers, and you just immediately, as soon as you get off the air, you're going to shit on us and ask if we have any listeners. Uh, you know what? Our website tells us we have 99. So, ha. Huh. Yeah. Hannah, maybe you're you gonna, could be, you're a hard- be Are you even subscribed? Now she will because she's going to be on. Are it. you subscribed on Apple? Oh no, you have an Android. So do you even? Do you oh, even, what really? do you use? Spot? Do you use Napster? Well, how do you even get your stuff? LimeWire. Yeah. For what? For podcasts. <laughs> I don't. Okay, well subscribe. What? Rate and review. I don't understand. You gotta subscribe to the podcast. Well, we will find a way for you to subscribe and download the podcast so you can hear yourself okay. back. It's a humbling I experience. No, you were good. It's a humbling experience. All right. Well, we'll have you back. We'll have you we'll back. We'll have you we'll, back. Yeah. We've hit two of the four roommates upstairs for interviews so far. So, I mean, D Mules got great feedback as far as I know. I don't know what we could talk to Michelle about her laugh, maybe. I don't know. What could we talk to Aaron about her diet? I don't know. Well, I guess we could talk about like most embarrassing stories. Oh, okay. That right. will that'll be its own episode. All right, we will we will hit you up for your most embarrassing episode story. Story episode I fucking did it again. I did the John Elton thing again. I did it again. I'm th- so thrown off right now. Can you let us get back on? Can you let us get back on track here? Can you let us get back on track here? We have a podcast to produce. Wow. All right. Bye. Bye, Hannah. We Thanks, love you. Hannah. We appreciate Hannah, it. Hannah, I love you. Oh, she she said I love you too. All right. Well, like I said. <laughs> yes. Later. Impromptu interview. I had no idea that was coming. I uh, that took was a back seat. No, that's okay. We love I, you. I took a back seat. I let the interview play its course out. That was great. I let it ride. Nope, she's still just kind of lingering around. <laughs> she's got her little. She, she got her little taste. She got a she little wanna, taste of podcast fame, and now she's just like she's just gonna keep chasing it. She's gonna don't keep, make us keep lock the door. Like a high. Thanks, oh. Hannah. Bye, Hannah. That was great. I, I will be very curious to see how that. 12 minutes of podcast plays out. It I, could I, be, I thought she was pretty thoughtful, though. I thought she was thoughtful. I think the mumbling and jumbling of microphones and shifting and my... You know what? People regardless. are seeing how the uh, how it's made. Yeah. You know? we, we gave you a behind-the-scenes... This is the how the scene. sausage is made. We gave you a behind-the-scenes look. So uh, just remember there's also a fast-forward button if that wasn't any good. <laughs> but regardless, thank you, Hannah, for your time. It is good to get a perspective on that because I've never met... 
uh, a dancer for any of the local. It's, I mean, sports. it's hard. I mean, she she said she'll have days where she's five days a week. I don't think they get paid very much. Yeah, and so. you were. I mean, you were kind of joking about it, but I mean, like I've heard her up there practicing it sounds like i mean we we do our little insanity yeah. workouts down here it sounds tougher than that i mean it sounds like they're giving her hell so good on them and i was gonna say i would imagine the super bowl was the best time to be out there because oh, like, you absolutely. had all the celebrities present sitting courtside you're dancing five feet away from little john and Jeezy. i mean that's unbelievable good for her wow all right well back on that, back on track here. i mean that is the most timberwolves talk you're gonna get probably ever on this podcast because you know regardless of how much we love hannah and enjoy that she's our friend and neighbor the timberwolves suck ass and i just could not care less about them unless we're good you know and i'm a bandwagon fan so be it anyways we don't have time to talk about what we're doing at this point in the quarantine basically all it is is we're about two three months behind the times but we've downloaded call of duty Warzone. we are playing feverishly i got my first kill last night let's go yeah we uh we're not very good but we're getting better so uh for any of you call of duty fans out there Hit us up if you want to play with us. We're running quads, tri- trios. I don't think you can play doubles. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. Basically, clear. Matt and I are bringing up the rear. We have two of our other friends who are good at it, and they just drag us along. Yeah, they kind of just instruct us with what to do, and we're more or less warm bodies on the team. But I digress. So that is what we're doing. We're not watching any new TV shows, not watching any new movies. We're, we moved on past that, too. I think movie roulette will be returning next week, though. Now that the stay-at-home order has been lifted, the movie roulette will be... You know what? I don't hate this idea. If you would like to be a part of this movie roulette that is taking place on Monday, May 18th, either shoot us a text or leave a review, and we're going to let our listeners pick the movies we have to choose from for the movie roulette. Now, the caveat is... Caveat, caveat, I don't know how to pronounce it, is we need at least eight movies so and we're capping it at two per person because correct. we need two per watcher and i know we have the three roommates and a mystery guest but we need at least eight submissions in order for it to go through otherwise you're not going to hear about the guest submitted movie roulette because it's going to be host submitted so i actually had someone uh contact me about the movie roulette rules and yes you have to have three people otherwise it really doesn't work because you're just going to keep a limit. The person who goes first is going to pick their own movie and just keep they're You're just going to eliminate each other's movies. It's going to be a little back and forth ping pong. So you got to just find a third person. I told this, I even if they're not going to watch the movie, just find a third person. Maybe they'll pick purposely pick the worst movie, but you, you got to have three people. You can't just keep going back and forth. That those, them's the rules. So yes, if, uh, if, if you want to be included in the movie roulette, that's going to be taking place on Monday. Um, leave a review or, or send us a text and you can be included and we'll give you a shout out on the next one to say here's what happened but, but, with the movie like while, while we're on the review topic if, if you don't feel comfortable leaving a review, that's fine but please rate us all you have to do is just click five stars if you have an account all literally all just scroll down to the bottom and just click five stars you don't have to do anything else that and that actually does really help us with with i don't know what like with where where, where, where we are kind of thing promotion yeah. i mean like if we want people that aren't our friends and family that feel obligated to yeah. listen you know if we want random listeners in the twin cities to kind of tune in hopefully they don't tune in this first episode because didn't we have someone from like africa listening oh i i did see the stats there was one listener from africa i don't know where in mm. africa but pretty wild so we've expanded globally we're all over the place but uh anyways Yes, if you could leave a review, great. It gives us some credence. It gives us some credibility, um, ratings, whatever. I mean, if you don't want to re- rate and review, we're not going to hate you. But if we ever want to get listeners beyond our little bubble of people that feel obligated to listen because it's their friends and family, we're going to need those ratings. Trying to go big time here, people. All right. So everyone knows. I think this is what people have been waiting for. Everyone knows last week was the big... Uh, was the big reveal what are our top five movies of all time we had counted down from 30 it was it's exhilarating i mean it was nice talking about the movies i i don't think i've gotten any hate mail i don't think you've gotten any hate mail on the top five i actually got a shout out for kingsman being in there someone had forgotten that it was in there so i was like well well, i'll be damned anyways we have moved on movies thing of the past see you later movies they're out they're out of the podcast You're, you're gone Extra, 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 extra. We got the songs tonight. Extra, extra. As we promoted last week, we are now going to move on to a different ranking list, and we are going to reveal our top 15 musical artists of all time. 
We're going to start at 15, go 15, 14, 13, and we'll do three a week. So you'll have five weeks of this. So sorry if you're hoping to tune out after this episode. You got four more if you want to hear the rest. And you can skip forward to this portion of the uh, podcast each episode if you want to. I do not care. But here are, I don't know, I guess the rules if you want to make your own list. I've already been submitted two lists. A third is on the way. The only rules are there are no rules. You don't have to listen to this artist for a certain amount of time. You don't have to have been to one of their concerts. You don't have to have purchased one of their actual physical CDs. Uh, It's just who puts you in a good mood? Who is someone you always listen to? Who is your favorite artist? Then once you pick that favorite artist, you know, they're going to have 15 of them. You pick your, your favorite album by them. It does not have to be their best album. It doesn't have to be their best selling album doesn't have to be their you know highest rated album on whatever rating algorithm websites you look at for for music it can be whatever is your favorite album maybe it was a time in college when you're going through a breakup or it was a great time in college and you know or high school it made you think of this moment so whatever your favorite album is and then lastly by that artist what is your favorite song that song does not need to be from your favorite album it's just your favorite song by that artist of all time so justin I went first oh, on I'm the movies. Here. What? I said I'm leading it off here. Well, as I said, I went first on the movies. I think uh, I think we should switch it up a little bit, keep it a little spicy, and have you go first on the music. That's fine with me. And can you uh, do me a favor here for a minute? I can. Can you, uh, in your mind, bring us back to the the spry year of 1962? 1962. I'm here. Okay, we were not alive. We were. W- our parents were barely alive. Bell bottom jeans. Long hair, a lot of doobies, a lot of peace signs, I think. Have you ever heard of uh, an artist called Sam Cooke? Ooh, Sam Cooke. Yes, I have. And to lead off this list, this is not where I'm going, but it's the best of album. And with it being such an old album, you kind of had to pick the the best of because back in the day, the albums weren't what they are now. So my number 15, leading it off, is Sam Cooke's 1962 album, The Best of Sam Cooke. The best. And this would obviously be uh, – I want you to have something else where you can when – when you're listening to this, have your phone nearby or wherever, wherever you're not listening to this so you can play these songs. We're going to pick a couple songs. These are my favorite, three favorite songs from the album. One of them is called What a Wonderful World. That – have you ever seen the movie Hitch? Amazing song. Prominently it's, featured in the it's movie. It's also Hitch. in Animal House. Fantastic song. It gets you it just gets you in a good feeling. It's it's a good montage song. Another good song, Bring It On Home to Me. That's one of the main songs in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 on Peter Quill's uh, little rec- uh, record set thing. There you go. And my favorite song from that album is called Nothing Can Change This Love. And it was prominently featured on an Auburn uh, tweet. War Eagle. That recap the game that we went to last year so that is my favorite song those are my three favorite songs from the album the best of sam cook from 1962 wasn't even alive but absolute bangers and he actually died in 1964 so this was probably his last little bit of music collection that he released so I'm, that is my number 50 i'm feverishly going to sam cook to make sure i have those songs i do so we are in luck we are in the, oh one quick song I, if i could just add in oh please do um there's another song by Sam Cooke called The Best Things in Life Are Free. Oh, my God. I love that song. Also a jam. I know it's not from that album, but I just, as I brought up Sam Cooke, I wanted to mention it, that if you're looking for a little more of your Sam Cooke fix, give that song a listen. Sam Cooke actually was shot and killed when he was 33. Wow. Gone too soon. Whoa. All right. So, yeah. Give him some. Give his family some uh, listens on the old Apple these. Music. So, Sam Cooke. Best of Sam Cooke, 1962. Look it up. Download it. What's your number 15, sir? So... I'm going to do this real quick. I, I, I kind of, I, the whole interview earlier just has thrown me off my game entirely. Um, so I'm going to throw a couple of just honorable mentions out there. Feel free to jump in after I'm done. Um, here are some of my honorable mentions. ACDC, Elton John, Queen. My father loved those three bands. Maybe not Queen so much, but he liked those three bands. I grew up listening to them. Uh, Justin mentioned that he picked Sam Cooke's The Best of Sam Cooke as one of his albums. Um, I didn't want to do that because if I picked any of the uh, Elton John or Queen albums, it definitely would have been you know a greatest hits type of situation because I just don't know their individual discographies. So uh, that is why I didn't pick any of them. Um, a couple other just missed the cut. Lil Wayne, 
uh, Schoolboy Q, Frank Ocean, The Weeknd. Uh, I know that's probably sacrilege to a lot of people listening that The Weeknd and Frank Ocean didn't make it. One last honorable mention I want to bring up because it pained me to leave him off my list, but he's really only released one album, and it just didn't feel like I could put him on here. He is a UK rapper named Dave. His album came out last year. It's titled Psychodrama. If you are a rap or hip-hop fan, I would highly, highly recommend going to find it and listening to it or downloading it. It is a fantastic debut album. Like I said, I couldn't include him on the list because, you know, I can't add a guy that has one album. But that is where I'm at. So I, th- I wanted to I give think, Dave a shout out. I think when people, or I think people realize this from our movies, we're all over the place. I think our music is going to be even more all over the place. You're talking about rock. You're the one you just mentioned is rap. Sam Cooke is soul and gospel. I mean, we are every end of the spectrum I, here. I will also say I mentioned I've already received two lists. One of the lists. Um, I have known this person for 10 years, had no idea half of these people were their favorite artists of all time. And it you kind of learn a lot about people. It was from also all over music. the board. So anyways, I, I have gone off on a huge tangent. Did you have any honorable mentions? You uh, want to uh, those will come next week. All right. Honorable mentions next week. Here is my number 15. I'm sorry for getting us all off track. Uh, just edged the rest of those honorable mentions out. An individual by the name of Party Next Door. Uh, he is an R&B and kind of soul singer. Uh, he really broke out big in 2013. He was actually Drake's first signing on October's very own label. Um, he has written songs before that have become hits. If you know uh, Rihanna, work, 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 work. That was written by Party Next Door. Uh, he is he has a great voice. He's a very soulful singer. Uh, my favorite album by him, ironically, is also titled Party Next Door. For anyone that's trying to look him up, it is all caps, no spaces, Party Next Door. Um, his first album that ever came, actually, I think it was a mixtape at first, and then it kind of turned into an album by getting released on Apple Music. It's like 10 songs long, not even 40 minutes. You can listen to it in the, the blink of an eye, snap of a finger, Go give it a listen if you like some R&B and kind of soul, slow music. He uh, he has great driving music. It's chill R&B. Um, my favorite songs by him, one of the songs is from Party Next Door, the album. It is called Break From Toronto. However, I'm going to give a second song because Break From Toronto, although it is my favorite Party Next Door song of all time, it is only a minute and 40 second song. And it kills me that it's only that that short, that long, whatever you want to say. So my other favorite song by Party Next Door is a song by the title of Recognize, and it has a little-known, maybe you've heard of him before, artist featured on it by the name of Drake. So Party Next Door, he goes by the name PND. He goes by the name of Do-Rag Jesus. If you want to give PND a listen, Party Next Door a listen, I would highly recommend it. He he just slid into spot 15. It sounds like someone my dad would like. Uh, I I am highly doubting your father would like Party <laughs> Next Door, but if he wants to give it a listen, Grant, be my guest, but don't hate me because it can be pretty graphic. I mean, it's it's still still R&B, current R&B music. I mean, it's, you know, for lack of a better term, it's it's music you'd play in the bedroom. Okay. Oh, okay. So maybe Grant would love it. So I think another thing we should get into, and like you kind of said, where would you listen to these people? Where, like, where would this album be relevant? I mean, in, in the bedroom, that's good. Well, I mean, ultimately, for me, what I would, I when I listen to Party Next Door, I'll I'll throw him on shuffle, and just be when I'm driving, when I have a long drive. Okay. Like, it's it's soothing music. It's you know, it's not your upbeat, heavy bass, heavy beat, you know, drums, heavy heavy music. I mean, he he does have some of those songs, but um, you know, he just, I, I really enjoy some of his features. He's got a lot with Drake, obviously. He was his first signing on his label. All of his songs with Drake are really good. Um, he has a song from two, three years ago with Halsey, which is really good. Oh, Halsey Shreds. Um, and he just released an album within the last month or two. Um, and there's a song on it called Believe It. And it's with Rihanna. And it's like her first new music in two, three years. Absolute jam. Absolute jam. So I could not recommend Party Next Door more. Okay, mine. I love that. I'm gonna. I don't think I've ever even heard of that guy. All so. right, P and D. Look him up. Do Reg Jesus. All right, Do Reg Jesus. You're gonna get an extra download from me tonight. All right, number fourteen for me. A band called Thirty Seconds to Mars. Ooh. The lead singer Jared Lytle. Ooh. 
plays the Joker. Ever heard of him? He is an actor extraordinaire, but he's also the front man of 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, this uh, The album I'm talking about came out in 2018. It's called America, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. Uh, the main reason that this album is on my list is because it includes one of my favorite songs of all time, and it's called Walk on Water. That song is probably a top five favorite song for me of all time. That song was the ESPN college football song in 2017, so every single time I hear it, I think of college football and Saturday mornings and the game of the week and the 7 o'clock game. It's That is one of my favorite songs of all time, so absolutely look up that song, but it has all other good songs. Rescue Me is a really good song. Great Wide Open is probably my second favorite song. That's kind of more of a traditional 30 Seconds to Mars song that you would think of. The problem with this album is, other than Walk on Water, which was a single – there weren't, it didn't get a lot of play from the other songs on here. Dangerous Night is another one of my favorite songs on this album. But 30 Seconds to Mars, if you like Jared Leto, I really like the way they go with this. Like I said, it's not a traditional 30 Seconds to Mars album. It's kind of, they're kind of, uh, th- this one was kind of where they transitioned to a new way of music and the Walk on Water, that, that song kind of sh- shows you that. Way, the way they were going. I'm not as versed in music as you are, so I'm kind of stumbling here. But It's okay. It's okay. What I was going to say is, uh, you know, normally, you know, we're, we're pretty big sports aficionados. Normally when a song is the song for college football or the, you know, this is the intro every week, week in and week out, by like week 10, you're like, God damn it, how are they going to keep playing this song for six more weeks? I can't hear it anymore. I can't stand it. That did not happen for us with Walk on Water. We enjoyed it every time. I know third roommate Ian loves that song. He loves a remix to that song. I mean, he'll he'll take Walk on Water any sort of That might be the song it. he walks down the aisle to. It's it's. I would agree with you. It's a very good song. I, I can't add too much. I don't know a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars. I don't know a lot about Jared Leto other than that he's a very talented individual, also a very good-looking individual. So uh, he's got it all. He's an actor, a musician, a model. I mean... Uh, with songs, a lot of the songs for me that I like bring me back to certain moments in my life, and I think that's why I like Walk on Water so much is because it brings me back to like I said college football especially with what's going on now we don't know if we're going to get a college football season but Saturday night that seven o'clock game it's a big matchup I love college football all my all my friends are over it just it brings me into that mood and that's why I love that song so much plus it's an absolute ripper so that's, that's good. my number 14 30 seconds to Mars America check it out Jared Leto good singer better actor all right my number 14 uh for most people that know me this is going to come as a major shock I don't think people are going to be expecting this whatsoever my number 14 artist is Eric Church. Now, I know what you're thinking. All I've heard this guy talk about is how much he bashes country music. And you're right. I don't really like country music. I think you need to be in a very specific situation. You know, you're on a boat. Or it's summer and you're at a cabin. Or you're cruising with the windows down in the summer. Basically, the theme is summer for country music. I've never been a huge country music fan. But for whatever reason, Eric Church has just not been that to me he has not been a country artist i'm like oh just another country artist i just his music i can enjoy it no matter the time of year like i said as someone who is primarily a fan of hip-hop and kind of alternative type music uh i can tell you right now eric church is the only country music artist on my list uh but you know there's just something about him and you know he's one of those artists where i can just throw all his albums on shuffle and you know i'm not skipping songs i doesn't matter what album it is. Doesn't matter what song it is. I'm a huge fan of Eric Church. Uh, my favorite album, which should come as no surprise to any fans of Eric Church, is Chief. I think, relatively speaking, that is his, uh, you know, favorite album in, among the consensus. But, you know, I liked every song off of it. You know, back when I, uh, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll cook in the kitchen. I'll just throw music on uh, the speaker and, and play it on shuffle. And, uh, he was one of uh, one of the artists, and there's another artist that'll be up here in the list that I've done it with as well. But I basically just threw Eric Church on shuffle, sang and danced around the kitchen, and rocked out to him. So my favorite album, Chief, um, a lot of good songs on there. And my favorite song by him, which surprisingly is not off of Chief. Actually, I kind of wrote down three of my favorite songs. Give it to me, baby. Well, I wrote down three. None of them happened to be off Chief, I believe. Um, so I wrote down Holding My Own which I don't really have anything to add other than it's it's a good song. 
Carolina, which is from his first album, and that is one you could sing along to. And then one that everyone knows, Talladega. Uh, oh, and I think great Eric, song. I think I think Eric Church kind of. Uh, I think the reason I got so much into him is because you know we went to school in Central Minnesota. I mean, everyone up there is wearing cowboy boots and you know big ass belt buckles and listening to country music. So you're just going to be exposed to it nonstop. So I think Eric Church is just one of those artists that you know. Hit me, hit me in the right way. Hit me, made me feel good when I listened to him. Made but me feel like deep I'm a proud American. So, uh, Eric Church is number fourteen. You know, I've, I've for the, those of you that know me, I've been to actually quite a few concerts, and Eric Church is on the bucket list for the concert bucket li- concert bucket list. But I have not seen him yet, so he will hopefully when music concerts and music tours and all that is happening again. Hopefully, he will come back to Minnesota so I can go see him. But Eric Church, number fourteen, number thirteen to you. Uh, back, just one last thing on Eric Church. Uh, number thirteen, not to you, Eric Church. Uh, Eric Church, uh, he's so beloved. I think, especially in Minnesota, kind of with you know the country music festivals, that one of our dear friends, Mark B, I think, has dressed up as him for Halloween about four years in a row. Yeah, I basically, you know. Eric Church has been at our Halloween yeah, party. Yeah, and he looks just like him, too. Yeah, I was a spitting image. So, yes, Eric Church, he... Uh, he gets he gets the juices flowing. I think he is someone that transcends uh, genre because, like I said, I am not a fan of country music. I'm just I'm plain and simple. I'm not a fan of country music. But for some reason, Eric Church, who I would say most people view as, like, a fairly traditional country i mean i'm not going to pretend to be a country music expert but i don't think they think he's like pop country and like kind no of this he's fake not the country. florida georgia line he's i mean have you ever even like heard him talk has he ever been in an interview he's like the quietest guy of all time right he just comes and sings his music then just goes home right so eric church yes uh believe it or not eric church country artist made my list the the world just has a collective gasp as they hear me read it all right number 13 my number real. 13 my my father would be a proud my father would be proud of me today back in the spry year of 1977 again i was just a twinkle in my parents eyes the rumors album by fleetwood mac oh it is top to bottom every song you could listen to it all the way through and it would loop through and you'd be like oh it's already looped through again these songs just keep shredding my face off my face is on fire right now because of how good these songs are my favorite song from this album is called The Chain. It is used in commercials. It's basically good. used everywhere. You've heard it. You've heard it a thousand times. You've probably heard remixes of it. It is probably my favorite Fleetwood Mac song in general, but that is my favorite song off this this album. Uh, Dreams, you can go your own way. Wow, the singing is back. That is another song that is really good. You've obviously heard that song. And You Make Love and Fun, that is... Another great song. I mean, literally every single song on this album is fantastic. This this album actually, believe it or not, here's some interesting nuggets about the Rumors album. This album was made while all members of the band were going through heartbreak, and basically they got together. They're all pissed off at the world. You can I, apparently you can hear it in, in the lyrics of all the songs about how just pissed off and how lost they all were. They did a bunch of coke and they wrote these songs and it and God. Damn it, they made one of the best albums of all time. My number 13 album, Rumors, Fleetwood Mac from 1977. Boom. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, certainly not flying under anyone's radar, uh, but a phenomenal pick nonetheless. I am a huge fan of Fleetwood Mac. Rumors, I have heard nothing but good things. A little fun fact about Fleetwood Mac, my introduction to them, and unfortunately this song is not on Rumors. I think I know where you're going with this. But I'm going to go here anyways. Uh, there is a song called Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. And the first time I heard it was in my Uncle David's basement. And he was showing off his new sound system. And it was a live in concert Fleetwood Mac performance. And the University of Southern California band paraded their asses out on stage like they owned the place. And Uncle David jammed that sound system up to the maximum. David S. from Libertyville, Illinois. David S. from Libertyville, Illinois. And that was my first exposure to Fleetwood Mac. And I got to be honest, it had me hooked immediately because, I mean, the song was a jam. The pomp and circumstance was phenomenal. And ever since then, I've been a huge fan of, of Fleetwood Mac. I, I, They're not on my list, but Fleetwood Mac is a phenomenal I choice. think the, probably the most notable song by Fleetwood Mac and probably one of the saddest songs of all time is Landslide. 
And I think if you're in a bad Total mood, jam. listen to Landslide. It, you know, it, it might make you in a worse mood, but it, it's it's probably their most notable song. So that another one of my favorites, but not from the Rumors album. I mean, uh, number thirteen for you, sir. Oh yeah, I just Fleetwood Mac has so many hits. Regardless, even once you listen to Rumors, go find their other albums because they're just they they keep coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, my number thirteen, said. basically identical to Fleetwood Mac. Almost the same artist, uh, ASAP Rocky. So really, ASAP Rocky. Same genre, little same, folky. Same genre from 1977. Uh, I bet you'd never find a top artist list where Eric Church is sandwiched in between Party Next Door and ASAP Rocky. But yes, number thirteen for me, ASAP Rocky. As I mentioned, I'm a huge fan of rap and hip hop. Uh, for those of you not familiar with ASAP Rocky or the ASAP Mob, as they call themselves. Uh, there's basically one other notable member of the ASAP mob by the name of ASAP Ferg. The rest are, you know, for lack of a better term, trash. Uh, but ASAP Rocky, he has become the biggest star out of that group. Uh, he is a model. He is a fashion icon. Uh, and he makes phenomenal music. So my favorite album by ASAP Rocky, and this is kind of going to be a little bit of a trend as I work through my list. Uh, I seem to like the earlier albums more, and no, I'm not trying to be a hipster and say I was on this person before anyone else. Or Oh, I like the earlier yeah, albums. Oh, the early ASAP Rocky. Now, that's not the case. It just happens to be, uh, you know, the way it works out. It just happens to be that way. So my favorite album by ASAP Rocky is called Long Live ASAP. Now, it gets a little bit confusing with ASAP Rocky because his first mixtape which came up before Long Live ASAP, was called Live Love ASAP. And Live Love ASAP was just as good, possibly if not better, than Long Live ASAP. I kind of flip-flopped here for a while. I was back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. I couldn't figure out which one I liked Snip, more. snap, snip, snap. Yeah. But Long Live ASAP won out in the end. Um, and, you know, it just has banger after banger after banger there's a money called pmw a song called lvl a song called fucking problems excuse my language a song called wild for the night a song called one train a song called fashion killer a song called ghetto symphony angels suddenly all these songs are just so good and it's not to say his other albums are not because i i he made number 13 on my list obviously he made other good albums other good songs but just that for anyone that knows ASAP Rocky or is a fan of rock music, you just recognized a bunch of those songs because, you know, those are have been in the rotate. Whoops. Hopefully we don't get fined for that. I just started playing a song by accident off my phone. And it happened to be what my favorite ASAP Rocky song is. And it is off the Long Live ASAP album. It is a song by the name of Goldie. This album came out in 2013, right when we were in college. If you're the same age as us or you're around the same age as us, that song was everywhere. That song brings you back to junior year of college. That was at every, every single time. That was at every party. Everyone was listening to that. It, it it's got such a unique sound, and you'll recognize the beat as soon as it comes on the speakers. Um, one other mention for favorite song, just because I, I've learned that picking your absolute favorite song is damn near impossible. Uh, from his 2018 album Testing, there is a song called Praise the Lord, with a uh, UK rapper named Skepta and. Give it a listen. You will not be disappointed. So that is my list. Number 15, Party Next Door. Number 14, Eric Church looking sticking out like a sore thumb. And number 13, ASAP Rocky. Give us a recap of yours. Uh, number 15, Sam Cooke, the best of Sam Cooke. Number number 14, 30 Seconds to Mars, America from 2018. And number 13, Fleetwood Mac Rumors from 1977. Well, if... If anything, we gave you diversity. If anything, we gave you quite the difference in, in albums there and, and artists and genres. So that is li numbers 13 through 15. Like I said, I've already received two other lists. There is a third on the way. Uh, just like with the movie list, we'd love to have you guys send yours in to us. So we can just, I mean, it's just fun to have a conversation, have a dialogue without sounding too academic. Have a dialogue with your friends about here's why I like this artist, or here's why I think this person's one of my favorites. It's just like a cool conversation. Let, let me tell you what this exercise is going to do. You're going to be scrolling through your phone for about an hour in your Apple Music trying to just... You're going to realize how many artists you love, how many songs you love, especially if you love music in general. This is just a really cool thing to do. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know about everyone else, but like I, I am big on finding new music. I am huge on just looking for something I haven't heard before—a new sound, a new genre. Just giving everything a chance, and this is what this list is going to do. You're going to hear artists you've never heard of before. You're going to hear songs you've never heard of before. Maybe you've heard of the artist, but not the song. Maybe you just got into ASAP Rocky recently because you heard a song, but you haven't heard his earlier albums. I mean, that's the push we're giving you to listen to it. So. Make sure you send yours in. Next week, we'll have 12 through 10. I am already looking at who is 12 through 10 on my list, and I'm excited to talk about them. Um, like I said, it's just like the movie list. It's only going to get better from here. Should we do a little sports roundup say, here we should, quick? We should give the, the few people that are left a little bit of sports talk. Uh, first, there was live sports again last night. Oh, God, and it was fantastic. It was a UFC fight night. i got to be honest, though. It was nice to have live sports. I need something else back, brother. That Well, I will say, USC 249 was on Saturday, and I watched that. That was really good. Last night's were... It was grotesque. Grotesque is a good way to describe it. It was... The one... Anthony Smith was in the last fight of the night. That dude couldn't stand up. That dude didn't even... They asked he where he was after the fight. He didn't He didn't even know his name. All, all I'm getting at is, thank Throw God... Throw the damn towel. Yeah, thank God we have sports back, but I need something other than UFC, because it is barbaric. It's just... I can handle it sometimes, but... Last night was. It is nice. It is nice though that a a league or a sport is testing the no fan kind of theory, and it was very interesting. Go back and watch the highlights. A couple of the fighters from the Saturday night fight said they switched up their approach because with the lack of fans, they could hear the announcers criticizing them, and they switched up what they're doing, and it helped them win the fights. Actually, so I mean, this is these people are going to have to adjust to this. I mean, in the NFL, if there's no fans, we're going to hear a lot of mfers and a lot of probably crap we don't want to hear kid show but uh you know it's that's the world we're in right now with no with no crowd and uh you know it was nice to have something back though something it is new nice to have something back uh speaking, speaking of speaking of stuff something that's coming back do we have a little update on the old uh football yeah the old football for those of you the three fans of soccer along with me uh the premier league which we have been complimenting endlessly lately uh that is potentially coming back in june uh they don't have a specific date but the government has uh given like the you know they've opened the door they've given the go-ahead to potentially uh have it return uh i would personally be thrilled um as i've always said the big thing is safety first because i know a lot of these players in these leagues are a little bit concerned about coming back you know they're humans too i know they're making a lot of money but they're humans too i mean i understand if there's some concern but if everything's okay and it's a go, I mean, I would be thrilled. So the Premier League might be back in June. As we talked about on previous episodes, the Bundesliga, the German League, is back this weekend. What I can tell you right now is here are the games to watch this weekend. If you're like, I need some live sports in my life, I need to watch some soccer, but you're not very familiar with it, I'm here to help you out. On Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. on Fox Sports 1, Borussia Dortmund plays Schalke. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, generally speaking, the second best team in the league. Uh, Schalke uh, has a notable player for the U.S. men's national team, as I mentioned before, in Weston McKinney. Uh, that will be a good game to watch. Uh, also at 8.30 on Fox Sports 2, for those of you that have splurged and gotten the massive sports package or the massive cable package, uh, Freeburg plays RB Leipzig. Could not tell you a goddamn thing about Freeburg. Don't really care about them. Uh, RB Leipzig, though, uh, they spent a lot of money. They're a very entertaining team to watch. They have some very good players. Uh, they were in the Champions League before that whole thing went kaput. So uh, that's a decent watch. You may flip between the two. Um, and then for those of you that uh, want to watch, you know, the New York Yankees of the German League or, you know, the best team, Bayern Munich, who wins the league year after year, they play on Sunday at 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. So those are the three games if you want to check them out this weekend. I have a feeling you'll be tuning in? Uh, I will be doing everything I can to tune in. I mean, I honestly just need live sports, and I don't care that there's no fans there. I don't care that I don't really have a rooting interest. I just want to watch these. And like I said, the best part about watching these uh, foreign soccer leagues is rolling out of bed on, on Saturday morning, making yourself a nice cup of coffee, uh, plopping down on the couch and, and watching soccer for a few hours. So I will uh, I will be planning to do that. And like I said, those are the games to check out. 
Um, and then really the only other sports update we have is the MLB. It sounds like they're actually going to come back. 80 games, DH in both leagues. The baseball peers are pissed. There's uh, there's some contention about pay, obviously. Money talks here. Um, obviously, with there being no fans, that's a revenue source that the owners aren't going to get. They are trying to figure out if they're going to pay them for 80 games, if they're going to prorate it. That seems to be the only hiccup right now, but it does seem like baseball will be back by July 1st. That would be fantastic. Again, with a lot of these sports, especially baseball, if you're going to a day game, you know, like a Tuesday day game and the team is very good, there's only five to 10,000 people there anyways. And, you know, when we watch sports, a lot of times, you know, we're playing video games or we have music on and we're not really we're not have the volume on anyway. So it won't, you know, really change the way we watch sports. It'll just be nice to have something back, something new, something that just gets the juices flowing because frankly, we need it. Like I said, the UFC is only getting me so far. I, I, I've, the UFC is great in little spurts, but the fact that it's the only professional sport back right now is just not, not cutting it for me. So there's your quick little sports update. I mean, for, advertising to be a sports podcast we hardly talk sports tonight we gave we gave you all our first interview you got a little behind the scenes look at how it works uh i don't know how it's going to sound listening back to be honest i might not even listen back as i'm editing the podcast i might just let it ride and say this is hey this is trial and error true fans will give it a listen and they won't uh won't complain but yeah that is episode seven and the casual episode, maybe that's what we'll uh, episode title seven it. in the books. The casual episode. Our shirts are still off. Uh, it's actually pretty hot in here. It was a really nice day today. You know, get on the get on the roof this weekend. Get grab a beer. The quarantine's almost over. Rejoice, people. Obviously, obviously, still social distance to wear a mask, but we're on. You know, I think we're on the way up here, and uh, brighter brighter things are ahead. We finally have a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, we do. And like I said, the guy to my right was ecstatic yesterday take that same energy into the weekend we're almost there we're almost in the clear summer is almost here justin please hit the music Ooh.